This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Mass Singer Wrap Up Podcast, where every week we get together, we put the clues together, and we try and figure out who is who and who's behind that mask and what is Nick Cannon wearing and what are the judges guessing and everything else in between. It's always a fun time here, and the party is just about to start. I am your host, Puya the Pocket Watch Zan Vakili, ready to break everything down. And as always, I'm never alone. I could never do this alone. I'm with my ride or die with my partner in crime. It's Liana, the daddy, Boris. Liana, how are you doing today? Daddy is back. <laughs> it's daddy's home and I hated it. I oh, hate dad- it. Daddy's home. Game changer. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's my, that's my intro. You know, Nick Cannon. Well, there's something comforting, I guess, about him being back in kind of a nostalgic way. But, um, you know, he's fine. It's fine. It's fine. He's home. Daddy's home. So, yeah. So um, let's not let's just talk about it right out of the gate. This was essentially the Nick Cannon homecoming episode with a little bit of, oh, also the mass Singers happening. I would have been okay if they just brought him back in and we're picking up where we left off with Nick Cannon. It's like, okay, Nick Cannon's here. He's wearing his diamond shoes. That's cool. Oh, what, what suit is he wearing this time? But they really romanticized it as if like the show was missing something. And like it felt to me a little bit, and I know they did not intend for this, and maybe not mm-hmm. everyone else sees it this way. It felt like they were kind of slapping Nisi Nash in the face. Like, where was the respect for Nisi? Was she even mentioned today? No. Mm, yeah, yeah. Like a thank you for taking over my spot while I was gone. Yeah, yeah, I think something like that would have been added. I don't know. I didn't feel like it was so much the slap over the head. I <laughs> the Nicole serenading Ken serenading part uh, did kind of make me chuckle a bit. So maybe it was not so bad. <laughs> so the Nicole, I was like, why are they doing this? And then Ken started singing. I was like, oh, this is why. This is exactly yeah. why they're doing this. It's funny, though, because, I mean, he's actually a decent singer. Ken. And yeah. And because he was on the original he, Mass Singer. He was on right? the Korean the Mass Korean Singer. Version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the OG. <clears throat> 
and uh and so then and then that obviously spawned uh, the the whole series mask franchise oh but anyway God, yeah. uh so so he's obviously a good singer but he's definitely singing in a way where it's very comical and that was kind of funny and you know eh, whatever it's fine it was good comedy it was good comedy but yeah nick cannon's back uh, uh good comedy but like it made me laugh so that was fine <laughs> right but but we have we say good comedy because it doesn't take much to make you laugh that's true <laughs> That's true. That's true. I mean, I'm laughing now and I'm talking to you. So, (laughs) yeah, I mean, I am very funny. So that is you can't Mm. even debate that. Yeah. However, I've like been in conversations with you where you will laugh at talking about (laughs) your day to me like with no. And it's not like you're making a joke out of it. You'll just say something and then laugh in the middle of it. And it makes no sense to me. (laughs) Yeah. What am I laughing at? Only you know. That's the beauty of it. <laughs> Only you know. Yeah, my life is funny in my head. Uh, things that, things amuse me. Okay, that are because I feel like I've explained things to you that make me laugh, and you're just I I've you just like have no concept. It's you're just like that's nicely on it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. if you're so, would you say that in your head your life is a sitcom? Mm, mm-hmm. Uh, mm, mm. Without the everything works out in the end happy-go-luckiness but yeah otherwise for sure (laughs) (laughs) because sitcoms are artificial they wrap up everything in these nice little packages that can be consumed in 23 minutes and they don't actually tackle issues that are long go ongoing really you know what i mean but anyway look we're not here to uh to discuss this let's talk about singer but I'm um, okay. I'm I'm very curious about this take, but we'll move on. We'll move on for you. Isn't benefit. that like the whole like saccharine concept of sitcoms is that they are these feel-good, self-contained stories that wrap up in a short period of time. I only said it because you said your life is funny to you in your head. Yeah. So and then you're doing this. Is your life a mockumentary? Because you're making a mockery out of what I just said. Uh, I have lots of feelings and thoughts and opinions, okay? If we get on a topic, I probably have an opinion about it. <laughs> this is fair. This is yeah. fair. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Cool. Well, we've unpacked a lot of things here in, in <laughs> one go. I don't know well, where let, we go from here. No, Let's- no, no. Let me tell you something I have an opinion about. The Russian dolls. Boom, 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 boom. Nah, transition. So, done. Ha. Can I rewind it real quick? So I was going to say, we've unpacked a bunch of things at the early going here. Let's unpack multiple oh. dolls within each other. The Russian dolls. Now, audience, whichever transition you <laughs> like is up to you. I think even Liana knows which one was the better one. But Liana, take us away. Yeah, it was mine. Obviously. Um, okay. So, yeah, of course. (laughs) So I love this thing that they're still trying to make us feel like there's more Russian dolls than just the three by having that what like cardboard cutout or just sort of like empty costume in the back of the fourth one when they did the performance this week. There's just three of them. Like I'm, I'm 99.999% convinced that there's only three of them here. I thought there was a fourth one for about 15 seconds yeah, and then that thing didn't move. So I was like, okay, same. that's not a thing. <laughs> Can I give you my take though? Okay. I like the bigger costume better. The little ones freak me out. I like the big one with the little ones. 
I don't like, like, I like the little I like ones. The, I like the differences in sizing. I think that that's cute. It makes it feel really like they are truly Russian nesting dolls. Yes. What I so don't you gotta like. You got the big one. Yeah. What I don't like is that they don't have mouths. That's what I don't like. Uh, <laughs> you know, the other funny thing about them in this episode was them trying to do core and I know we're like jumping all around here but when they were doing the performance and they were trying to do choreo and they were just like stepping side to side and still the one on the left was off for a while like stepping yep. opposite the other two it was so cute uh, but that's the extent of what they can do they just move back and forth and I don't remember if they were snapping or not were they snapping they have hands. Their they're, they're, not, they're not really snapping. No. Yeah. Also, no, it's okay. very, it's very quintessential you where I'm like, okay, Liana, take it away. And you're like, so I'm going to start from like the last third of their performance. Okay. Well, really- the, uh, yeah, but that was like the most interesting thing to me. I don't, I don't want to bury the lead. It's, it was the most interesting thing, you know, you know, you know, but if we must, we can go through the clue package as well. Um, okie dokie. So. Uh, a duo became a trio. I wrote that down. I don't actually remember what that means. But then their whole thing was all about like life on the road. Oh, it's not glamorous. We've performed everywhere from mm-hmm. parking lots to baseball fields and even at a pizza shop, which then at the pizza shop, it was $1 pizza. I wrote down the address, but I don't know what it means. 288 8th Street. And then there was a picture of the snow owls, which... I didn't bother to look if there's any connection between my top, you know, our top guest Hanson and uh, and the snow owls. I don't know if it's just a multiples reference. Like I could see it easily being like, oh, yeah, it's the snow owls because they were the first multi-person costume. I think that's what it is. I I'm not putting much stock in anything else there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, and then there's the whole thing about them performing for the president. So we saw the shot of the Lincoln Memorial and then in the White House performing for the press, bringing the house down. So your guess, have they performed at the for the president? Do you know that or no? Yes, they have. Which one? All of them. If performed for all the presidents. Oh, 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 oh. Like which president? <laughs> oh, uh, I don't remember, but I Googled it and it was like they've performed all the way from, you know, the Vegas to the White House or something like that. Cool. Okay. Good enough for me. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So as far as the performance goes, you've already talked about it and I co-signed. It was a fun way to start. Isn't this the third time they've started? Okay. We, I was shocked that they were starting again. I don't, I don't know why there could be something about their costume in particular that like they have to go first with mm-hmm. logistics of getting three of them around or moving the costumes or the stage or something. Like maybe they have to have a certain, uh, I don't know, but then why can't they just edit it in a different order? Honestly, no clue, but I did know, I know that that as well. Yeah. Like I didn't know why they started with them again, but. It- Obviously, I said it the last time. I'll say it again. Great start to the show. Great opening to the show. I thought it was a fun. It was like a, you know, kids toy room motif, which makes sense with the little blocks and stuff. What did you think of the Rubik's Cube dancers? Okay, so they were Rubik's Cubes, but they were turned, right? So they were yeah. like offset Rubik's Cube dancers. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. I actually spent a bit trying to figure out what they were. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know if that's kind of a, oh, Bop was famous in the 90s and Rubik's Cubes are in the 
80s i guess so it's like nostalgic <laughs> or their toys it's like a toy thing right because they're 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 in the, the kid room and toys and you know we all know how kids love rubik's cubes so yes. it just fits right exactly exactly it uh-huh. all fits uh-huh. no i mean i uh, i will maintain this i still think that when all three of the russian dolls are walking towards the camera it is terrifying but outside of that, their vocals are on point. I like their performance. It was fun. It was a Jason Derulo song, which I know you like. So. Jason Derulo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was good. I like that. I don't think I have anything else to really speak on from the performance. It was just a great way to open the show. And then Nick Cannon decides he's going to introduce us to the Nick Cannon. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so I guess this is part of the whole like we need to have a new clue each week and they wanted to make it Nick Cannon themed so it's literally Nick Cannon themed yep and it's basically a glorified bedazzled t-shirt gun yeah I love that I like that it's just Mm -hmm. a t-shirt cannon and then I thought it was funny that the judges then were all trying to go for it yeah and and and, there's something about a t-shirt cannon i don't care who you are if you're in the audience of a sporting event and you're like t-shirt cannon you want the t-shirt in the t-shirt cannon regardless of what it is it's weird like something takes over your body where you're just like free stuff it makes me feel awkward because same thing with like when when performers throw their guitar picks because Mm -hmm. all i'm thinking is for that split second no one has any regard for the person next to them. And they're just going to yeah. go for this by diving through people. And I don't like that because like you never know who you're going to hurt in the process. And like, oh. what's the, what happens when you awkwardly, you and another person are holding a part of the t-shirt who decides who lets go. Like I, oh. at that point, I would like to not be the bigger person, but I also know that I probably can't help myself. I mean, yeah, that's that's all part of T-shirt canon politics. There's like a whole pecking order. If it's a child, you got to give it to the child. Unfortunately, there's still some heteronormativity. So look, I I don't make the rules. Unfortunately, there's still some heteronormativity associated with it. So I do feel like if it was a man and a woman, they would probably ultimately give it to the woman. Uh, So you may have to consider that as an option. But I feel like anybody should be able to fight for it. I think you just you fight for it or you cut it in half. So I mean, are, is that Nick Cannon Cannon? What you just said? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It is. Um, that's the second okay. part of the Nick Cannon. Is the Nick Cannon Cannon? Okay. Well, I, ultimately, if if we were at a concert, which at that point I'd be like, "Damn, pandemic!" That was like five years ago because I don't picture this being anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but and that happened again. I would. I would only jump vertically i would not jump horizontally to get this couldn't be ah i see yeah 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 yeah. no i think that's valid i think you only have a certain amount of wiggle room for the the side to side you know the horizontal otherwise it's mostly vertical you're going for the jump i'm like i'm a taller heavier guy so i don't want to like fling my body at people and like have anyone get hurt i'd feel very Mm -hmm. self-conscious about stuff like that Mm -hmm. yeah that's why we got to get a child that's why. <laughs> yeah, the child will acquire the t-shirt cannons for the us. Child based on the child yeah, is based on but the a vessel for free t-shirts. 
I mean, okay, so one time uh, I was at the, uh, so Colorado has an indoor lacrosse league, the Mammoth, and my dad and I were at a game once and t-shirt cannon happened and we got free t-shirts. Again, I'm telling you, like the free t-shirts. Where's, I've not it seen was, this t-shirt. Well, yeah, because it was so ugly. It was poor quality. It was extra large, like big old white t-shirt that had a giant Bud Light logo on the back. (laughs) (laughs) It had a very small mammoth logo on the front chest, like pocket region, you know, where logos go on t-shirts. Right. So I'm not going to walk around being a a Bud Light ad, (laughs) especially as I don't care remember how old I was, but I must have been in maybe middle school or or high school at the time. So uh, but yeah. And Bud Light of all the beers. Bud Light. <laughs> oh yeah, that was, you know, of course, that's the $13 beer that they sell at the uh, stadium. So Yeah, your dad would not approve of the Bud Light either, I feel like. Mm, no, no. Except again, it was like the only beer there, so like that's what no. you were drinking when we were there. Of course, I mean, if it's if it's the only thing there, like when they say mm-hmm. oh, we only have Pepsi, no Coke, I'm not going to be like, I'm out. I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, I don't mm-hmm. care. I, I want it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. that's fair. Alright, well, look, we made a meal out of the Nick Cannon Cannon, and that's the first of five performers that got a Nick Cannon Cannon. But, what was inside the Nick Cannon Cannon? It was a shirt mm-hmm. that said, what goes around and then you turn it around, comes around. Mm-hmm. You I'm gonna make any... you that t-shirt. I don't want it. Hmm. <laughs> Why it was would the you best wa- t-shirt. I don't know. That's what goes around comes around. I would rather get purr. <laughs> like, purr. What's this? Are you a are you a purdy guy? I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm Persian like a cat. Oh, there you go. Okay. I thought that one, this one was the best because it had stuff on the front and the back, right? Because none of the other ones did, right? Uh, uh yes. I don't uh, remember. <laughs> let's see. So Robopine just said AKA the seashell said Motown and Orca said her. I are you a big you like something saying like a t-shirt that has a back writing to it? Are you big on that? I mean, I I'm 30 years old now, so I don't have t-shirts with sayings on them. But if I were, yes, uh, reveal is key. You do have t-shirts that have sayings on them. Explain. Which ones do I have? I'm not going to do that to you. We'll move on. It's because you don't know. Boom. Nailed you. Okay. So that sounds wrong. Okay. So uh, keep an eye on the RHAP Instagram account. I will be taking it over (laughs) literally very soon. And, And I might expose Leon on this. We'll see. Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna go through my T-shirts. That's weird. Hey, that's content right there. T-shirts. It's like it's like, it's like MTV you. Cribs, but we're going through. No, 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 no! It's like Room Raiders. Did you ever watch the show Room Raiders? Oh, it, but like Room Raiders was like there was like damn, there's a lot going wrong here. I don't think we have that, or you have mm. that. So well, yeah, but the concept is uh, whatever, not important. It's more of okay. a Room Raiders than a than a Cribs, sure. Let me tell you, though, the one thing about the Russian dolls guesses that like pissed me off to no end. When Jenny said 98 degrees, I was like, are you freaking kidding me? You're a dummy. Yeah. uh, What? Dummy. I I don't get it. How? Like, in what universe? (laughs) It's so funny. She was like, yeah, and Uranus was tilted at 98 degrees. When there's 98 degree clues plastered all over the piglet packages. 
Like, who thinks of that? How know. often is anyone thinking about the 98 degrees of Uranus? <laughs> what are you, eight years old? <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, hold on. Uranus. That's not why they degrees. named themselves 98 degrees, right? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, okay, but Uranus's axis is tilted at 98 degrees. Yes. Uh-huh. So... I mean, uh, <laughs> watch out for uh, Uranus showing up in the Piglet's Clue package. <laughs> Can't help. <laughs> move, you need move. me to move you out of the quicksand <laughs> yeah. that you're in? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Pentatonix was Nicole's guest. Stop. <laughs> and the Jonas Brothers was Ken Jong's, which is the most basic of the guesses. And I will say, Jenny McCarthy seems like she's fallen off on the, on the guessing. I don't know. Yeah, she's had some wild ones this week. Mm-hmm. Do you say well, good? was it was it Nick who compared her to Ken or was it Robin who compared her to Ken? Someone compared her to Ken in this episode, and I was like, "That's right." Maybe mm-hmm. Nicole, uh, whatever. Yeah, I think it was Nicole actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, let's tilt ninety eight degrees and go to Uranus because this next performer was out of this world. That's right. <laughs> Talking about the Robo Pine here. So, are you going to be okay for this podcast? Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. Just don't see, <laughs> just don't see Uranus again. <laughs> it was a great transition. I'm not going to apologize for the transition. No, 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 no. A, that was a that was a winner. That was a winner for sure. All right, I got Oof. 98 degrees. Okay, um, so the clue package. <laughs> 98 degrees of separation from Kevin Bacon. <laughs> That's where people like really don't know Kevin Bacon. It's much harder. <laughs> Sorry. Do you see what I mean when she makes herself laugh there? Like she just set herself up, said it, and then she's the only one laughing. It's quintessential Leona right there. <laughs> Vintage Boris. All right, we move. Oh, we move. man. So, so- <laughs> don't pat yourself on the back, please. So. Okay. The RoboPines clue package was kind of a it, it had that um Indiana Jones style like relicy mm-hmm. motif to it. So that's a thing. But then all of the verbal clues, mission to get to the end, they're known for their missions, quest for the golden relic, which I think definitely is a nod for getting um awards and stuff, action-packed, fast-paced drive. The MM to MW, so the M letters MM, which then the one of the M's turned into a W. Um, mm-hmm. Jones in for that idol, and then tr- the traveling call from the ref. I feel relatively confident in the guess I had made before, and I'm going to double down on it. That I do think that the whole, the literally the phrase action packed, fast paced drive is a nod to Fast and the Furious. Traveling it has to be right. Yeah, like this was. Like that was a blatant. Like this is where I want you to look. So and it it felt like the word choice was so specific. Yeah, yeah. Like nowhere else are you saying action packed, fast paced, and like no one's thinking of speed, or Mm -hmm. sorry, need for speed. You're Mm -hmm. thinking of Fast and Furious. So there you go. There you go. Mm -hmm. Um, I think this is. So what's the M? What's the MW? The MMMW thing? So that so there was the letters M and M. Mm-hmm. And then one of the M's turned to MW. So I don't yeah. know what that means oh, okay. to him. Um, 
what I do know is that that is a thing that happens. I'm sure someone else would have probably seen it or noticed it and, and knows why exactly. Um, mm-hmm. That is not me because I had a feeling it was him. I have listened to music since the first performance that I think it was him. And, and I, the, the clues that worked for me were the traveling call and the fast paced action drive. Um, so that's boom and boom there. Mm-hmm. Don't know what the MMMW is. The the Marlon Wayans guest from Jenny was another one that was like, stop it, please. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think and, and the quest for the Golden Relic, again, makes sense for winning awards. But also, I would argue many people are on the quest for the Golden Relic. Like everyone who's not going to be on the quest for a Golden Relic if they can. Right. Right. And then here comes the performance. And the performance is looking good. So the Robopine comes out. There's this like 80s neon intergalactic motif. The voice of the, the Robopine is one of my favorites on the, on, in the season. What I didn't understand was the weird box dancers with tutus. What was that supposed to be? I don't know because it felt very Tron, right? They're kind of going for this 80. I don't know. Like it felt very 80s to me, especially with the ceiling. I thought that the grid ceiling was pretty cool. And that's mm-hmm. something that we know that they've animated in afterwards. And so then, yeah, the like golden head box things. <laughs> but why did they have tutus, you know, that didn't necessarily thematically match? But um, it did feel a little bit like, okay, so this week we're going to reach into our grab bag. The backup dancers for the Robopine will be wearing ruffle, 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 ruffle. Square heads! Alright! And then they're going to be uh, on their bodies wearing tutus, you know? Like, that, that was very much how it felt. Yeah, yeah, I I didn't get it, but it's okay. It's fine because yeah, I thought the performance survived and was completely fine without it. So yeah, the big old lips were weird, but the yeah, I mean the actual performance of the Robopine obviously super solid. I think that the the song choice is also really great, and mm-hmm. his like little dancing thing that he did, the little mm-hmm. stepity step. Look at him go. Yeah, I just think that um, Robopine has great stage presence, great stage presence and puts on Mm -hmm. a bit of a show. It's not like the best dancing. It's not the best razzle dazzle we've seen, but it's enough to keep the Robopine in the conversation for being an like an all rounder and not just Mm -hmm. a voice or not just a razzle dazzle. It's a good, healthy balance with more of a lean to the vocals, which I think have been great so far. Mm -hmm. Like he doesn't just (laughs) he doesn't just stand there. Yeah, it's like a cheeky little electric slide, you know, some yeah. cheeky little movement. Nothing, not not all that much. <laughs> it's electric. There you go. Do 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 do. do. Look, look at him go. <laughs> um, I will say what I do like from Nick coming back is I've always enjoyed him dancing with the Men in Black during mm. the performances. It's like because he's clearly enjoying himself, and I like that from the host. And I'm not saying Nisi didn't. But I'm saying that that is something that they focus in on with Nick, and I do enjoy that. And I think mm-hmm. he does it better than um, Craig did for the Masked Dancer. Ah, uh, yeah, Craig was very awkward in in those particular bless, situations. Bless Craig. Good bless. Good bless. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then we go to the judges' guesses and comments. Did anything stick out to you here, or anything you want to really put words on? Ah, uh, well, obviously Jenny, uh, Jamie Fox, because. There's only one 
black male singer apparently that has soul that we're gonna guess that's fine jar uh, put it in the thing, jar <laughs> the other thing that i liked was i think it must have been ken calling the robo pine mr pine mm-hmm. <laughs> when he like started going after him or whatever during the the judges guessing that was pretty funny i like the concept of because we had this big discussion of like is it egg or is it the egg like is it robo pine or is it the robo pine mm-hmm. and i think the way to go about that is just to you know formalize the process it's mr robo pine to you mr robo pine okay no you don't like it i'm okay i'm okay with it i'm okay with it you think it's got a Robo Pine's got a doctorate? It's Dr. Pine to you. <laughs> Dr. Pine. It's yeah. a lot. Esquire. It's a lot. Okay, not Esquire. DGS. <laughs> um I like Terrence Howard as a guest for not for Tyree, not for the Robo Pine, but for future appearance. I think Terrence Howard would be a great get. Oh yeah, like in general. Yeah, I I one hundred percent agree with that. Um, Uranus. <laughs> okay, sorry. Why you? You, you said don't say it, and then you I randomly. Know. I like, can't help it. It popped into my head. Like it was like there was no segue. There was no. I wasn't even talking, <laughs> and you just blurred Uranus. Like what is that? I don't know. I don't know. Just get, again. Keep just keep moving. All right. We just gotta gotta keep keep me on track. All right. Because <clears throat> right, so is up next. So the Cloodle do comes through and says, "If you paid attention <laughs> inside the Robo Pine's eyes, you would see an extra clue." And then goes through and looks at every single artist or every single uh, judge, sorry, and says what clue was there. So mm-hmm. looked into Robin Thicke's eyes. Hopeless romantic. Looks into Jenny McCarthy's eyes, loves to talk. Looks into Ken Jong, Uranus. Looks into <laughs> 98 degrees, baby. Get that tilt going. <laughs> no, looks into Ken Jong, and it was we've both changed, and then looked into Nicole and said friends with benefit. Said bussy on fire. <laughs> okay. So what? we not important. So we've both changed. Okay. Immediately, I was like, well, Ken went from being an MD to an actor. So it's someone who changed careers. And if you think it's Tyrese Gibson, went from essentially being a musician to moving on to an acting career. So I think that that totally fits. Yes. I, and I think that, um, I think that the loves to talk, I think Tyrese, you would know is one that loves to talk as far as the, um, the uh, uh, Tyrese goes in like the Fast and Furious franchise. So this is an easy, easy decision in my Yeah, opinion. the Friends with Benefits one, I wasn't uh, like, I don't know if you can connect that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that the, the Friends with Benefit one, unless they have had an entanglement, mm-hmm. I don't know what else that could mean because I don't know Ooh. of any connections Nicole has with Tyrese on music potentially, mm-hmm. which I don't think so. Yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, you say interesting, I say interesting. We both say interesting. Mm-hmm. Here you go. There you go. There you there go. You go. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. All right. Where, where, where do you want to go next? You take All right. One. So. Let's go on under the sea, under the sea, to the seashell. So the seashell this week for their clue package talks about walking in a variety of shoes. I think that probably means that they've done a lot in their career. Then there was the shot of the wedding cake, which I loved Ken saying, oh, she's like she's married. Or she's a baker. <laughs> like Those are the only two options when we see a wedding cake. And then there was the whole thing about being called a trailblazer um, and, you know, getting asked to sign autographs or whatever at different places. And then when I was younger, shells like me didn't get a lot of opportunities, which I thought was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then the whole superhero thing, which I thought was really interesting, and then taking strength supplements. Part of me, when I see that type of detail in a clue package, I'm like, all right, so this is someone who played a superhero, or that's just window dressing. There's nothing to do with superheroes, and it's all about just her strength within her field or something like that, or like being a superhero within her field. An inspiration, a role yeah. model, even. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I could you see could that. say that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like I looked at the, the clue, like it literally felt like last second. They're like, oh, and also superhero stuff. I was like, I don't, I'm not buying it. I'm not looking into that. See, like, but that, so that's the interesting thing because it wasn't the whole clue package. Mm-hmm. Right. It so even though the rope, yeah, like the Robo Pines clue package, for example, was all about the, you know, um, the whole theme Top was. the bottom was Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Yeah. Legends of the Hidden Temple, obviously. Whereas hers was not all superhero, which makes me feel, oh, maybe this is, she like played a superhero in a movie or a TV show or something like that. Well, then there were the strength supplements. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Big, like- big whey powder kind of gal. <laughs> well done. <laughs> I you. think that um You're so I I've mentioned this before I'll say it again seashells probably my biggest blind spot of the season. I don't yeah. know who uh-huh. this is. I don't really even have a good short list for you. I yeah, so it's interesting you said shells like her weren't given an opportunity. I wrote shows so I misheard or oh. you misheard. But either way I think that's something worth thinking about. What kind of shows might have been limited or what kind of shells were limited. Um, is this like a diversity issue, like a representation issue, potentially? Yeah, that's my guess. Okay. 
Um, can't wait for everyone to see what she has in store, but that doesn't say anything. The wedding cake is the next big thing, right? That's like the next big clue here that I feel like has something for us. Yeah, but it could be as simple as she's married, which doesn't help. Uh, yeah, what if, that doesn't really help me. What if like she's on like not I don't think it's married with children the show. What if it's a show that has like the word married or wedding in it? Do you think that's mm. something that could be yeah, that's possible. Like it's related somehow. Yeah, or cake or bride or rose. Like one of those words are in the show name or something. Yeah. Because like, I don't know. I don't know. And then and then real quick, the Nick Cannon Cannon shot out a t shirt that said Motown on it. So uh, <laughs> man, you know, I, I so We'll we'll talk about this when we talk about the wild card this week, but I do feel like it's so hard to put these clues together until I have my aha moment. It's it's just there's so many things that can be interpreted in so many different ways, which is why I feel like something like the wedding cake is almost used more as a validation versus mm. uh like exclusion criteria. So, you know, you're not going to be like, okay, so we're going to rule out everybody who's not married. And it's like, okay, well, <laughs> that leaves a very large group of people, right? It's so hard to narrow it down. But if you have somebody, you're, oh, I think it's this person. Oh, and they're married. Oh, okay, it fits, right? Because I just, I really don't know where to go with the seashell. I just don't. It, she hasn't clicked for me. And I don't know when that's going to happen. I think she's a fabulous performer. So she'll be in the competition for a while. Uh, so maybe we'll have some opportunities to figure it out. Same. I, I think that um ultimately for me, I don't mind that I don't know who the seashell is because I feel very good about a lot of the other guesses we've had on the season so far. So I'm like mm-hmm. excited to try and figure out who the seashell is. And if it's someone I do not know, I'm happy because mm-hmm. it's someone I'm being introduced to who I think is a very good artist. Um, I did love the performance of Tell Me Something Good. By Rufus. I love the background, mm-hmm. the clam, the dancers, the pearls in the clam, the vibes. Like it was just all great. It was a great performance. Like we got to this performer, and I genuinely thought, okay, so either the wild card sucks and they go out immediately, or the orca's leaving. I thought there's no way any of the first three were going to be leaving after this performance. Yeah. And mm-hmm. my theory was that because it's the last wild card, it was going to be the best one so far. So I kind of felt mm-hmm. Orca's time is over the minute the seashell gave us this performance. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, we kind of felt that the Orca's time was going to be over when we <laughs> heard him perform last week. So I don't Ooh. know if that really. <laughs> Who did the Orca bump off the group A? <laughs> the raccoon. Yeah, that's not a hard feat. I could, I could have upset the raccoon. I know, Sam. So yeah, <laughs> you have an amazing voice. You could probably uproot the seashell. Try almost something good. No, See? no, you're, you're. Liana's being modest. She's a very good singer. <laughs> no, Thank yeah, you. she is. You're okay. All right, so Orca. <clears throat> Orca. Orca. All We're right. having a whale of a time over here on the Mass Singer Rahapa podcast, aren't we? Whale, whale, whale. What do we have here? The uh the clue <laughs> Um <laughs> The clue package. Uh quick, 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 quick. What was that song by AWOL Nation? Whale. Go on. Go on. Nailed oh it. my god. Have you seen that video of the cat with this where the cat jumps 
on, on yeah, the sale. Yeah, and misses. And, and just like, could it completely eat yeah. it? You think they're going to jump? Yeah. Oh, Have man, you so seen funny. the um the vine of um this kid playing the beginning the intro to that song the build up on the piano and then their brother who's filming says yells out sale and just smacks the keyboard onto the ground <laughs> so good. no that's hilarious i'm gonna go watch that oh memes am i right okay you're so <laughs> all right so uh the whole clue package for the orca was all about uh him channeling his hero who was his father so he always mm-hmm. looked up to his dad um and then we got this really sweet story but also sad story about how the the orca's dad was excited for the orca to become a father and so the orca's dad like even though health was declining stayed awake through the child the the orca's dad's grandchild the orca's kids baptism anyway uh so that was kind of like the whole narrative of the whole thing there were a few other things that i noted so there were two children like a green child and a pink child there was a dollar three sign on the board and then swedish fish which immediately i was like oh sugar ray because they're sugar sweets and they're fish and ray sugar ray i don't know it made sense in my brain I mean, that, okay, I thought fish that is candy. good. That's good enough. Sugar. I, yeah. <laughs> Go on. Sugar, like candy. Okay. Swedish fish, their candy fish, fish, whales, ray all comes together like a, like a ray, like a manta ray. So Swedish fish, sugar ray, boom, nailed it. Uh. <laughs> I have a square peg. I have a circle hole. Uh, (laughs) Shove the clue into it and make it make sense. Oh my god. Speaking of memes, have you seen, I don't, I can't remember where I saw it in the first place, but it was, um, uh, like a developer, it was stitched with another video, and it was, okay, where does the circle go? That's right. Or it was like, where does the square go? In the square hole. And the developer's like, yeah. And I was like, where does the rectangle go? In the rectangle hole. In the square hole. And then they put everything through the square hole. Well, whatever. Anyway, it's very complicated. It's not that complicated. I'll send it to you. Okay, cool. Sounds good. This was a very touching clue package. It really was. It made me feel bad for thinking the Oracle is going. Because I know. Well, I don't want you to leave now. Like, I'm sad. Yeah, I know. Um, That was tough. Yeah. And so then the performance happens and the back, like everything about it looks great. Um, the orca doesn't sound bad at all. The dancers are like weird lobster crop top type dancers things. I I couldn't tell what the dancers were. Um, really exactly. Cause they had like pink (laughs) hair, but then they had like lobstery top body. I don't know. Okay, I can pull I can pull them up in the performance right now, but I will tell you my notes say IDK what those backup dancers are question mark. <laughs> so obviously I could I couldn't figure it out either. Yeah. So either way, they did a good production. Like the back like the the stage looked phenomenal for this performance. I really also like the orca costume. I don't I don't know if I'm the only one. I like the top hat, like I like the head of the orca. The rest mm-hmm. of the costume looks very much like just spandex suit that's bedazzled but it looks so cheap i I said this when they first came out it looks Mm. so cheap and 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 then to have the freaking yeti come out looking dope i was like Mm. how is that fair (laughs) anyway (laughs) whatever they invested in the people that they think will go far i suppose 
I mean, we could look at it that way, but then Mm -hmm. I would say, uh, Piglet, what are you doing? (laughs) Are you going to make a flop, Piglet? True, 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 true. And then, yeah, go ahead. Uh, well, no, I just was going to say about the performance that this this song was better than the first performance, which I do feel like it's it was kind of on the edge for me that it in a different season with different competitors. I think that the Orca could have made it a little bit further. Mm-hmm. It definitely picked up and it got better as it went along. Yeah, I, I thought it did. It's job. I thought it was a good one. It was a pretty it was decent performance. Yeah, it was pretty Plus, good. Plus, it was Every Rose Has Its Thorn, which we know Brett Michaels was on the previous season as a banana, and then we get the Poison song. So, full circle. Wow. And, and square peg. Okay. <laughs> so, that's it for the four performers that were originally in group A. Oh, real quick. Yeah, Jenny McCarthy guessed Jeremy Renner for for the Orca, which is ridiculous. Oh, um, yeah. Well, like what? Yeah, and and the purr t-shirt was because the Orca's got a heart but also likes to purdy. Yeah, baby. <laughs> but no, I don't want to bury I don't want to bury the lead here. I want to go directly and talk about the Yeti. The Yeti. Yeti. Were you ready for the Yeti? I no, was not ready I was not. Yeti. I was not ready for the Yeti. The Yeti, I so I I didn't know what I expected in terms of the last mm. wildcard performance. I think I was so thrown for a not thrown for a loop, but just with the whole Nick Cannon thing of it all. So what oh, what if it's another meme? But we got a true competitor here with the Yeti, which I think really begs the question of Okay, actually, okay. Let's talk about the Yeti, and then I want to talk about the, like the concept of the Yeti and the concept of wild cards. Okay, what do you want to say? Oh well, okay. We can talk about the concept. Okay, all right. So, uh, well, I wanted. Okay, all right. So, do you think that the Yeti is a good? Is good? Um, I think the Yeti is straight up a front runner. Okay. Yes. So. So. I had a similar response to the Yeti. So let me let me give you my two perspectives. My first perspective is within the context of enjoying and being entertained by the show. I like the wild cards because we which I was down on, but I've been surprised about how much I've been enjoying them. It's nice for someone to come in and spice it up instead of doing sort of uh, the different groups. We're not subjected to so many performances especially ones like man eh, that might be okay it drags out the season anyway overall i enjoy the concept of the wild cards but in terms of crowning the winner it seems like you it seems unfair to have someone who's really good and potentially a front runner come in and not have to put in as many performances as the other competitors I mean, so here's the thing for me. I thought that ultimately the wildcard concept is successful because it we're six episodes in and we still met someone new, but now we're not meeting anyone new and we're at the final eight. So I'm okay with it. I think that um, as far as it goes, I like that there was a balance of, well, the just because you came in late didn't mean you were guaranteed a pass to the final eight. Um, and I would argue that the Yeti is someone who would have just survived all three performances anyways. So I thought it was good. It allowed them to showcase some of the weaker people that they still signed on anyways, whilst not also like while still having some competitors in the first two. 
Like I wouldn't see it as much of a bye week considering that it was more of a gift to the ones that we knew were not going to ever make it that far. Okay, so I understand that, but for me when crowning the winner, well, you know what, to be honest, like what? I'm not voting. But I like to look at the full body of work that a performer mm-hmm. has put out. And I think being able to demonstrate versatility is something that's so crucial. So if you only have to give three performances to someone else who has to give six or seven, and you're like, well, you know, these person's three performances were really good, but this other person did seven and was able to show more versatility, or maybe they didn't, like maybe they didn't show more versatility. Well, if the person who only gave three had to give, you know, f- a few more, maybe I would like also feel like, well, they don't have much versatility to them. They're just doing the same thing over and over and over again. Right. I, yeah, it's interesting because I definitely did not think at the start of the season that I was going to like this concept. Yeah. And here I am being like, no, this was good. This was, you tried something this time and it was, it was a good, it was a good call. It was not bad. And I, if you did it again, I wouldn't be complaining about it. Mm. Yeah. I I, want to see how it plays out. And then I will make my final judgment call. I just hope that they keep it the way they did here. Um, we also got to think about it, though, Leon, is that they did the wild card and this kind of permitted them to have a Nick Cannon reveal. It permitted them to have a Kermit the Frog unmasking. So maybe I don't like it from that perspective if it ends up being a situation where, okay, we're literally going to do gimmicky stuff. Um some of it could be funny, but then it could get played out too quickly. So mm-hmm. maybe that's the case. Because let's argue if there wasn't a wild card, would they cut the Yeti? No, I don't think so. Would they mm-hmm. then cut the Nick Cannon bit? Probably. No. Well, uh, oh, yeah, I guess I see, I see what you're saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just gives them extra time to, to do stuff like that, I think. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So then, okay. So let's talk about this Yeti because <laughs> um, I think I think I have a decent idea on on who the Yeti here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Walk me through it. Okay. So the Yeti comes in in this cage, right? Um, and and immediately I want you to note these things I'm about to say. So the Yeti's brought out, and Robin immediately says, "Oh, not as tall as I thought it would be." Okay. Mm. Um. The Yeti says that they come out only for a mammoth reason. Watch your step. They're holding these like wooden type things. Um, they had warrior women to show them the way. Okay. And they mm-hmm. had them as motivators. And here's the thing. So this next part is important. So the Yeti's making a sandwich and there's <laughs> jam in the sandwich and there's berries in the sandwich. So like, I think there was like blueberries and blackberries. Um uh-huh. and raspberries, like there's just a bunch of berries, okay, and jam, okay, and toast, and then there's like a a uh they're holding one of the the um the women in the clue package are wearing a love heart, a heart, right, mm-hmm. uh, like a car- cut out heart. heart, yeah, yes, the paper heart. Um, and so all this happens, and I'm like, I think I have a vibe on the clue, but I don't know until I hear the person sing. Then. 20 seconds went into the performance. The Yeti sang and did a little bit of dancing, and I knew exactly who it was. And then I was able to put yeah. some of the clues together. Here's the thing, okay? Mm-hmm. So you don't know this about me, Liana. I went through a phase where I watched the movie You Got Served more times than any man should. 
Okay. 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 We're talking like over 30 times. I love this yeah. movie. I don't think if I watch it, I, I like the dance sequences, basically. If I watch it, it wasn't for the plot. However, that movie featured a boy band heavily or a band heavily. And the Yeti comes out in this ice cage box thing, right? Ice box. Okay. Mm-hmm. The, there's a sandwich that's got jam and berry in it. Okay. Jam berry. One man by the name of Omarion. Also, his yeah, actual okay. name, Omari Grandberry. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Comes out in an icebox. Icebox. Song, song by Omarion. Yeah. Can dance. Can dance. I've watched you got served. I can vouch. Can dance. And is not that tall. So the note of, oh, not as tall as I thought, worth it. Because the Yeti, I think if we're not there, it seems like a bigger, like a large costume. So yeah, okay. put all that yeah. together, I'm pretty sure this is Omarion. And that's why I think it's a front runner because Omarion has everything. Omarion has an amazing voice. Omarion has dance moves. Omarion has razzle dazzle. Omarion's got choreography. And Omarion's been a part of a, a little like boy B2K. B, mm-hmm. He is a part of the R&B boy band B2K. So he mm-hmm. kind of has all the makings to go the distance here. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. Let me give you uh, the, uh, the audience what happened because we you're involved in the story. So, as soon as the clues started coming out, I was like, "Oh, these are like interesting, very specific." And then the song started, and I was like, "Oh God, please gonna know exactly who this is?" Because my short list was like, "Okay, it's an Usher, genuine, uh, Chris Brown, Mario, Ray J type." You know what I mean? And I was like, "You know what? I could go through." and I could try to narrow it down or I'll just ask Puya, hey, do you, you I think you're going to know who this is when you watch yeah. this. <laughs> and then I watched it and I messaged Liana mid I was like, yeah, I know who this is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to bother doing any research. He'll just break it down for me. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, I have a good feeling I know who this is. And this is like, this is where you compare the Robo Pine to the Yeti in that and specifically with regards to the fact that I talked about the Robopine not having a lot a lot of razzle dazzle the mm-hmm. Yeti's gonna have a lot of razzle dazzle and I think mm-hmm. the Yeti's going to kill it this season like I'm happy you know how happy I am that the Yeti comes in now Liana and not like two weeks ago because then we would have had the Armageddon of well someone's gonna have to leave before the Super 8 and it's gonna be one mm-hmm. of the good ones I didn't want that so I'm happy that we don't have to take anyone else out of group A and we go directly to group uh, to the Super 8. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think the people that we have going into the Super 8 are solid, right? So we're going to have the Yeti, the Seashell, the Robopine, and the Russian Dolls from this group. And I am happy with that because I do feel like a lot of these performers are all on the same page. Mm-hmm. Uh, or not the same page, the same level. Uh, level, yes. There, There's variation week to week, but it's such a it feels a little bit like a crapshoot it's going to depend on song choice it's really really close in terms of who i think ultimately is going to take the win other seasons i feel like if i'm looking at the list no it's because we have eight right like i feel like Mm -hmm. in other seasons it's been like ah it's a toss-up between these three or these four i really do feel like anyone i mean i don't know it depends it's up to you whether or not you think the chameleon could could ultimately take it because I feel like maybe okay that's a like maybe not the crab I don't know the chameleon does not have the razzle dazzle that the frog did but is doing mm-hmm. the frog 
kind of trajectory with the leaning mm-hmm. on feel good rap music and mm-hmm. like nostalgic rap. So I love the chameleon personally, because that is my jam, that kind of music. I'm all about it. However, I would argue that the chameleon probably has the hardest road to get to the end, but it's not impossible on the night. Pick the good song, have good banter, whatever you could good survive. Bands. Yeah. Good, gotta have a good bands. So yeah, I mean, uh, this is, I would argue probably the strongest final eight we've had ever potentially yeah i'm saying this having not thought about it further if i look back i might change my mind but i at the moment i'm feeling relatively decent about that assessment yeah i would say i would say so i think that's a fair assessment so as far as the the judges go on on the um oh lord they i don't i can't uh, do we have to talk about the uh, justin bieber so first of all we got to talk about the ice ice baby cooler vault guesses i thought that was pretty fun Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it's a shame it was just for one person and not an episode long one. That would have been funny. Well, it was so, Yeti specific, right? So. It was Yeti specific. Yeti spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so there was Justin Bieber and then someone called Taryn Killam, which mm. I immediately thought about our very own Taryn and Among Us. So that's that's what I've got for you. <laughs> Um, call me Taryn Killam. Oh, I know who Taryn Killam is. SNL, and also I kill Taryn. No. Yeah, so I know who Taryn Killam is now. He, yeah, yeah, um, you know who he is. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know uh, Taryn by name. Okay, all right, and yeah. So I mean, I didn't think they were anywhere close, and I'm glad they didn't get anywhere close. That just kind of to me speaks to the longevity of this performer. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I think uh, we're gonna be safe. We're gonna be safe. Yeah. No, I agree as well. Mm-hmm. I think that the the Yeti of all the wild cards might be the strongest here. Or I think also has the highest upside because if it's truly Bobby Brown, man, I I just are they gonna really crown Bobby Brown? You know what I mean? But I could see Omarion getting the, the crown. So I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. As far I mean, as the we'll figure it out. We don't figure out nothing. I mean, we'll we'll figure it out on how people get far. Ah, we'll true, have to figure true. that out. Yeah, true, true, true. We had two Dave Grohl vault guesses: one Billy Joel Armstrong, one John Bon Jovi. And Jenny McCarthy switched hers to Callie Slater, who I believe is a surfer? Question mark. Mm-hmm. Does does she know I'd... anything else about him that linked, or was this just a uh, Kelly Slater? Sorry, not Callie. Kelly. Uh huh. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. Again, Jenny's on one this season, and I hated the golden ear thing she wore. I did not like that at all. It looked weird. They were very large. Yeah, they definitely have gone full props this season over other seasons, so Mm -hmm. the thing to Mm -hmm. note. It's game changing. Yeah, if I don't hear the phrase game changing after the season, I'll be okay. Genuinely. I mean, I heard my full amount of game changers after game changers, the survivor season. So, yeah, you know. <laughs> um. So, yeah, Mark McGrath is on mass and we already knew this was going to happen. We were in the know. And uh, what did you think about this unmasking? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, you know, we had talked about who was was going to be under the mask and yeah, he's doing it for his kids. It's Mark McGrath. Wow. I, Oh, you know what? The interesting thing was, is that there was no 
oh, last second reveal guess of Mark McGrath, which I kind of appreciated. It felt more genuine that they hadn't figured it out. That they hadn't figured out Mark McGrath, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like right at the end. Mm hmm. Yeah, well, that's I think that that is not surprising to me. Or do you think it's surprising that they did it? I guess maybe I'm just so used to, oh, oh, they got a correct guess throughout the, the episode. Oh, well, this person's going. Mm-hmm. And then even even if that doesn't happen, then at the end, for some reason, there's one of them will be like, you know what? No, I am going to change my guess. I, I've been thinking about it and I put together the clues and I think it's it's Sugar Ray, Swedish Fish. Obviously, <laughs> got to go Mark McGrath here. Obviously, we've been new. So I feel like the clues didn't end up being too, too obvious for them ultimately. So for example, it was was the first week. The second week was just confirmatory to me, but the first week, I think the first week was more of a giveaway for sure. The, um, so one of the things written here on the reveal on the screen, the fly swatter and Orca's package is a clue to sugar Ray's hit song fly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I feel like that is a vague one. I did one of, um, our listeners pointed one out to me today, which I really did appreciate. Mm-hmm. There is a scene in the clue package where there's a hawk carrying like the orca or whatever. And this is in reference when they found this on um, Mark McGrath's wiki. This is a reference to Ethan Hawk and the fact that they looked very similar and people kept confusing the two of them. So they both started. Oh, yeah. yeah. They both started signing stuff. Um, uh, for, under as each, each other's other, names. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I saw that. I saw that on the internet at one point in time. Yeah. I actually completely forgot about that. That's so funny. That's actually really clever. I like that. Yeah. I really like that clue. And I was like, okay, this is a very sick clue. And obviously, that's not the one they put on the screen. They put the fly swatter one on the screen. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah. That's because yeah. there's a song called Fly. <laughs> get it? Yeah. Get it? <laughs> Sugar, how you get so fly? All right. Ugh, they should have done the. um 1459 one that like that was a good one that was a great clue yes that was a very good clue all right so we come to the end of the episode here's what to expect moving forward with the masked singer all right so the next two episodes of the masked singer next week we're gonna have super eight episode title super eight dash the plot chickens That's Cluedal Do. That's Cluedal Do. So I don't know how Cluedal Do is going to get involved, but Cluedal Do will get involved. Okay. Then the week after, April 28th, will be the sing along, the Maskey Awards. Yes. Oh, boy. Yep. So uh, that's happening, which you know what that means for this podcast. The sing along is kind of our (laughs) semi annual AMA at this point. So if you have any questions about this season, older seasons about liana about myself like questions about our lives that's all fair game make sure you get those in for that episode but that's two weeks from now we're gonna go through the super eight next week and we're gonna have a lot of feelings about it Mm, i'm excited to have feelings i I mean i'm gonna have feelings right now because we're at the super eight liana and that means one thing more than anything else now that we've seen all of the performance now that we've met all the wild cards and the ones that have stayed have stayed it's time to do our draft for the season. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. Well, you won last year, uh, last season handily. You, I got whooped. Uh, who, you had the winner. 
I'm pretty sure you had the top three I had or no, four, right? Yeah, no, I, I had the top four. Remind me again who you had. Okay, so I had the mushroom, obviously. Yes. Um, I had the. Uh, no, I, had the th- I had the crocodile. I had the crocodile. So, no, oh, okay. you had the top four for the mass dancer. Mass dancer. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, but yeah. I had the sun and I had the mushroom also, right? I had. You both had of the them. sun. You had the mushroom. You had the jellyfish. No, I had the jellyfish. You had yeah, the you- seahorse. Yeah, I had the sea. Oh, yeah, I had the seahorse. So, uh, okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. We each had three in the final six, but one of mine made it to the final three, which again, that was the worst way to organize. Mine came that. in third. Yeah, mine came yeah, in which one was a surprise one. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. enough, enough. Uh, well, Keep me while I'm just down. Saying. Can we talk about a mass dancer now? Uh, the top four? No, man, that's over. No one saw a mass. You won. You had the final <laughs> four. We move on. That's it. <laughs> okay. That's it. Um, yeah, for years and years, I've beat Liana in every draft we do, and now she's got me against the wall and, and winning handily. Yeah, <laughs> let's go, let's go, me. Okay, so wait, so because I won the last draft, does that mean that you get the first pick, or do you get to pick the order? And are we doing um, a snake draft, or are we just going back and forth? I mean, these are great questions we're going to answer live on air. So I think that we went with the strategy of having it be. Like for Mass Dancer, we just did one, 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 one. And that was because there was obviously a stronger top half here. I'm willing to say that this is relative. I feel like I know who the bottom two are going to be, but then the other six could go any which direction, right? Oh, yeah. So what do you feel? Do you want it to be a one like snake draft of like, okay, I get like you get one, I get two and three, then you get four and five, or I feel more. Like, I would like it to be one back and forth. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. And then, okay. do you want to go first? That's the question. I, it doesn't matter to me. I, I just, I, I'm all over the place. It's so difficult for me to, if I were to tier them, for example, like, yeah, I really, I, mean, I really don't know where I would go. I'm literally going to pick the ones I like. That's because yeah, that's the, because, <laughs> like, ultimately, I can't pick who's going to win. I'm just going to end up picking the ones that I'm already like, rooting for and we'll go from there really okay all right cool all right, <laughs> all right so, so let's go back I'll go and first forth. yeah you go first all right i'm picking the yeti now i have to pick the yeti. the yeti came out of nowhere and stole my ice box so i want the yeti on my team yeah yeah yeti yeti is a solid pick i think for sure you know what I, uh you're not yeti for this liana you're not, not yeti, yeti for this. No, 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 Get yeti That's... with me. Okay. So. <laughs> what? <laughs> move on, move on. <laughs> Make your pick. Okay. I So the thing is, is that I have a, I think I know who you're going to pick, but I'm not going to try to steal anything from you. I'm going to go oh. Black Swan. My girl Jojo, I think. I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm hoping wishfully. I'm ho- please, please, please let me have gotten yeah. this right. Uh, I think she's a super solid pick. I think she's someone who's going to be there until the end. I do mm-hmm. think that there is something to say about the gender imbalance of the winners, um, which we're now even, right? So we're mm-hmm. two two. But I, I don't think that that's necessarily a detriment to the Black Swan. Um, I think it's an even playing field and I feel good about her. I feel very good about her as well. She was actually going to be my pick. Should you have taken the person I think you thought I was going to take? Um, yeah, I had, Pine. 
Yeah, Robo Pine yeah. and Black Swan were even for me. I would have had a tough time yeah. picking, and I knew I was okay, going to pick yeah. whichever one you don't pick. So yeah, yeah. give me the Robo Pine, which I think I would have probably, like, if Yeti was not in the equation, I think they would have been my top two, but then Yeti uh-huh. came in. I was like, oh my God, okay. So yeah, let me take Robo Pine off the board. That first performance is still stuck in my head. I love that performance so much. And like, they're my top three. Yeti, Robo Pine, and Black Swan, those are, that's who I yeah. want to be the final three, ultimately. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like them personally I, the most. I see that. I see that. I see that for sure. All right. I'm going to take a little bit, I'm going to take a little bit of a risk here with the Russian dolls. I think that while they lack in the razzle dazzle, as we saw in mm-hmm. this week's episode, with the fact that one of them couldn't keep up with the other two and they're like swaying out of sync. It was so fun. That's one of those moments where my life is a sitcom. Like I'm laughing to myself so hard. I don't know why I think this is so funny. Anyway, whatever. I think that what they lack in sort of that element of the razzle dazzle, I think they can make up for in the fact that there's three of them. Do I think they're going to win? I don't know. Probably not. But I really, you know, I'm excited to root for them. And I'm going to go with the Russian nesting dolls. It's, I mean, it's a little bit of a gimmick, right? I, mm-hmm. the, there's been gimmicks with literally the snow owls. There's been gimmicks with Kermit. There's been gimmicks with like they've had costumes that are literally like the baby alien. So they've mm-hmm. fallen to the gimmick side, but I would argue this is the first time where one of the gimmick performers has a shot. Now, mm-hmm. are they going to be able to lift the crown? I don't think so, but yeah. I think that they have a very decent chance and they're going to be fun to see along the way. So that's a, that's a decent choice here. Yeah. I think, I think that's kind of my issue here is like, I, do I really feel like, do I really feel that I'm picking a winner no, but I feel like I'm picking a strong competitor and I'm almost willing to take the risk. Let's just see. Who knows? Maybe they're really going to go for the gimmick this year. Crown all three of them. Who cares? I doubt it, but maybe. So I'm looking at this remaining four and I think that she came out of her shell this week and I reckon she's going to come out of her shell more the following week. I think there's a lot more to see here. I'm going to pick the seashell here. Mm-hmm. I want to pick the seashell because first of all, I don't know who the seashell is and that excites me. I'm excited to see who the seashell is and maybe figure out who the seashell is. But out of the eight, I feel like the least known for me is the seashell. But mm-hmm. I also like that. I like that. I like that. And also I know that probably when we look at the list and you're assessing people it was between the seashell and the piglet. I'm not picking the piglet. Like that's not happening. So why? Because I don't like that costume. I would rather lose than have that costume on my team. <laughs> okay, I would literally I, rather lose. <laughs> so I was convinced that you were going to pick the piglet and then I was going to pick the seashell. But mm-hmm. that's so funny. Just that costume is too terrifying. I can't have it on my team. I'm sorry. I just can't. It's like it's like the the weird like the pig face they had <laughs> for Big Brother the the oh, yeah. competition, but like if it was younger Ew. and was going to school, I'm like I don't want that. <laughs> it is pretty terrifying. Yeah. Okay. So, well, that being said, yeah. I am gonna pick the piglet here, though. Just FYI. <laughs> well, I low-key thought maybe I could I could joke about it, and you wouldn't pick it, and then I get it as like a steal in four, but that's fine. I'm very okay it's, with not having them on my team. It's funny because I actually don't. I I don't know if the piglet can win either. Mm-hmm. I re- now that actually now that we're talking about it, the Robopine and the Black Swan to me are the top 
too. And then once we see what the Yeti can do, I want to see more than one performance. And that's also going to be interesting, like I said, to see where someone who's a wild card performer comes in and then see whether or not they're able to be competitive enough to take the crown. I think they're talented enough to do so. Mm-hmm. It's just whether or not uh, based on sort of the amount of performances, whether or not that becomes a help or a hindrance here. But uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm happy to pick Piglet. I think that leaves what Crab and Chameleon is the last two. Crab and Chameleon. Yeah, that's right. So I mentioned this. I'm sticking with it. I'm picking the ones I want. Mm-hmm. Now, do I think that there is a 99% chance the Chameleon's the next one out? Yes. Highly. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't care. I want mm-hmm. Chameleon on my team. I want that razzle dazzle. Give me that nostalgic music. I want to I wanna watch Wednesday night and be like, oh my god, I remember that song. I want that. And I want, Chameleon's mm-hmm. going to give me that guarantee. So, thank you very much, Chameleon. You complete my team, and I'm very happy to have you on the squad. All right, so then that leaves me with the crab, which, mm-hmm. man, I just, I, I don't know why there's something about the fact that if it's Bobby Brown, I'm just having a hard time processing this fact, but I'm looking forward to the rest of the performances. I think the tone of the crab is really fun. I really love the texture of of, of the voice, and I don't, I also, man, do I, I don't know. The Black Swan really is, I think, the one who is going to take it for me if I end up getting the win here. Because I don't necessarily know if I would slot the crab in as the winner. I just, I think it's a, it's a tough, it's if, a tough, uh, sand hill to climb for the crab. If you win the draft with the crab, that's just disrespect to my team at that <laughs> point. That's just rubbing salt in my wounds. Like literally, mm-hmm. All these picks and the last pick in the draft is what ends up winning the whole thing. And it's mm-hmm. the crap of all performers. <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh. Could you imagine? That would be entirely, <laughs> entirely too much to handle. I mean, who me. knows? What a fun adventure that would be. What a season. Yeah, it could be a fun time. It could be a fun time. But here's the thing that wraps up the draft here. So let's quickly look at who we've got and what is going on here. So. I, on my team, have the Yeti, Robopine, the Seashell, and the Chameleon. And mm-hmm. Liana, on her team, has the Black Swan, the Russian Dolls, the Piglet, and the Crab. Man, not a lot of women. No, two. There's two out of eight. It's insane. Insane. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, let me see. What about the total? Did we? It's not like, did we, like we had a bunch of women eliminated early. Uh, we oh my god we? we only had three total women on the season what yeah because it's the two so it's um seashell and black swan and then caitlin jenner oh my god I mean, a little imbalanced, if you don't mind me a little so. literally we were two muppets away <laughs> from tying it up Wait, wait, wait. And Hanson, three dudes. <laughs> Literally, the Russian dolls alone cause an imbalance, and we were two <laughs> Muppets away from tying up women to Muppets. Yeah. Oh, goodness. If uh, Well, if Miss Piggy was there, I mean, she would count for both, right? So Yes, but yeah, all of this, to, let's make sure Nick Cannon gets a spot. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. This is ridiculous, actually. Mm-hmm. Actually ridiculous. Yeah, I didn't realize. I'm is this is I'm leaving this dinner. I'm speechless. I'm literally speechless. Ah, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, then let me speak for you. Well, what are you about to say? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Thank you everyone for uh this wraps up our week coverage of um Mass Singer. Uh Puya, where can people find you? What are you up to? Uh <laughs> it wasn't a week she meant weekly coverage, not week as in W E A K. This was a strong podcast. Strong podcast. Yeah. 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 All right. So you can find me on all major social media <laughs> platforms. That's Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube. It's Puyaism for all of those platforms. Um, I am about to finish season eight of 90 Day Fiance with Rob Sester, you know himself. We just talked about the first half of the uh, tell-all, the reunion, if you will. And it's been mm-hmm. very exciting. I can't wait to see what they do for the second half. And that is the thing that's happening. You can check that out. Obviously, Big Brother is starting to wind down, question mark. We're at the final six. Um, as of tonight so we'll see where that goes you will find me in the mornings on Friday talking about everything going on live feeds with Taryn that's going to be happening and uh, aside from that I do stream three times a week over on twitch.tv slash Puyaism we've got the pad coming up on Friday nights and of course your weekly among us gameplay going down 5 p.m. Eastern on Sundays as well now Liana where can people find you what are you up to Oh, well, you can find me on Twitter at Liana R-H-A-P podcasting about RuPaul's Drag Race, although this week is the reunion, so we're probably not going to have an episode this week if you are listening to this on the week of the, what week is this? I don't know, whatever. Today's the 15th of, of April. If that sounds familiar to you and this isn't an apocalyptic future where you're listening to this on an old uh, radio. Anyway, whatever. Um, yeah, drag race is going on. Um, then all stars is going to start up probably soon after that. So uh, bing, bing, bong, sing, sing, song, check out that coverage. RuPaul's drag race. Lovely, lovely. (laughs) Oh, oh, um, the other thing is we, um, we wrapped up the circle UK last week and that was a good Mm -hmm. time. That was a good time. Mm -hmm. Um, it was a delight talking to Taryn and Rowan every week. Um, and I'm going to miss that. But the Circle US said, hey, don't miss it too much. We're going to come back. So I'm going to get to talk about the Circle US at some point as well. And I haven't watched it yet. So I'm very excited to see how this is going to play out. I feel like I don't, they've like touted it to be strategic. So I'm like, okay, show me, show it to me, show it to me and we'll see. Um, and obviously I want to say before we get out of here, a huge, huge thank you to everyone who has left a rating or review for the podcast these last couple of weeks. It really does mean a lot. It really does help get the word out there on the good stuff we do here. Sometimes silly, but a lot of times good. And it is very much appreciated. We are up to, at this point, 102. So we did break. That's right. We did break the, um, the ratings that we were trying to get to. The goal of 100 has been shattered, and I can't thank you enough. However, I'm down to keep it going if you are. If you would like to leave a rating and review, please go to robinswebsite.com slash massinger. That's robinswebsite.com slash M-A-S-K-E-D-S-I-N-G-E-R. It is always appreciated, and I do thank you in advance. Now, the only place that's left for us to go here is to get in our spaceship, jump out, shoot out into the orbit, tilt 98 degrees, and go towards Uranus. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening this week. We look forward to chopping up the Super 8 
next week. But until then, stay masked, stay hydrated, and take care. Bye. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.